What's up? You are locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe. Before I go any further, stepping into my vibe, my Beyonce-isms, I almost, kind of. You are locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. This is the show where we hit all the trending topics and headlines across entertainment, sports, lifestyle, and culture. Of course, we had to drop that B. I'm that girl, Beyonce. Happy 42nd birthday to Beyonce. And, of course, Beyonce is one of our topics tonight because, you know, it's the Renaissance World Tour. And it had its L.A. stop. And, of course, Beyonce is your favorite celebrity's favorite celebrity. So... All the celebrities came out for B, and there was a lot of action at the three shows over the course of the weekend, and we're going to get into that, you know, as we always do. Welcome back. I hope your Labor Day weekend was amazing, and that you are relaxed on this fine Tuesday night, that, um, you know, you got your snacks. Snacks are important tonight, actually, really important, and we'll get to why shortly. And, you know, maybe a beverage. We're coming off of a holiday, so I'm sure, you know, it's time for chamomile tea, something relaxing, you know, fruit water, something. And get ready because, as always, we have a lot to talk about. So on deck for tonight's show, of course have to give you a recap of Beyonce's L.A. stop of the Renaissance World Tour. Who showed up? Who was in the building? Um, surprise guests? Mic troubles? All of that. Me, of course. I was in the building, so we got to talk about that. Shout out to my chrome disco outfit. Check out my social media at Stiletto Jill if you want to check that out. Speaking of social media, of course, if you are not following KBLA, hit us up at KBLA 1580. Make sure you follow us everywhere so you can lock in. Download the app because, you know, you might want to take us on the go with you. So you have us everywhere locked into your phone. And, of course, tonight, if you want to call in and tap in on any of these subjects or you have a question for my guests, who I'll be announcing in a second, make sure to hit up the phone lines, 800-920-1580, 800-920-1580. So in addition to Beyonce, we're going to be talking about Diddy returning royalties to the bad boy artist. We just had a conversation about this last week. I want to know, does that make you look at Diddy differently? Does it change your mind about Diddy as far as business? We're going to get into that. We're going to talk about the Deion Sanders effect at Colorado. You know, Deion, Colorado came out swinging in an away game this weekend. And there's already a lot happening, a lot charged around it. We're going to get into some of Deion's comments and just look at what's happening and what type of legacy he's tapping into and what he's doing for his players. And, of course, I mentioned that we have a guest tonight. And let me tell you. I am so very excited about our guest tonight because he likes food. Like, I like food. I like to talk about food. I like to go to food places. So we're going to get into it. We have Alex Cottrell, the L.A. Try Guy. We're going to get into his backstory. I'm going to, of course, put him on the spot and ask him some of his favorite spots and recommendations because he's here. And who better to ask? We're going to get into all of that and more. But... Before we talk to Alex, let's talk a little bit of Beyonce. So the Renaissance World Tour hit L.A., made its three stops, September 1st, September 2nd, and September 4th, Beyonce's 42nd birthday. 
at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood. Of course, Beyonce normally is her own opening act, but on the Friday and Saturday night shows, she featured DJ Khaled, which meant that there were some special guests. So he had Offset take the stage, 2 Chains, Coily Ray, Lil Wayne, um, who else? Big Sean, a couple of others. But can I tell you what happened on Friday night with Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne didn't even perform a song. He attempted to start up his song twice, but he didn't get it off because he was having mic problems. He said there was feedback he couldn't hear. So, you know, he had to leave the stage frustrated. Seems like mic problems were the theme of the weekend or the theme of the last couple of shows. You know, we saw 50 Cent in L.A. at the Kia Forum last week throw a mic because he was having mic issues. And also during Beyonce's concert on her birthday, when Kendrick Lamar stepped on the stage to, you know, hit his verse on their hit, America's Got a Problem, his mic wouldn't work. And so Beyonce was basically giving body and dancing next to him while he was spitting, but we were unable to hear it. But then he kicked in and all was well and he did his verse. And also Miss Diana Ross, who came out to sing Happy Birthday to Beyonce. Her mic seemed to be kind of glitchy, but it was such a special moment. You could tell Beyonce was really touched. It was at a moment, a break in the show, when Diana came off when Beyonce had a costume change. And it's right before Beyonce, and this is a spoiler alert, if you haven't been to the show if you're going, I'm going to let you know. You won't know when, and it won't necessarily be the same, but before she was going to be making her way out of a clam that's on stage, a seashell. But she came out, and she rushed out and ran out on stage to give Diana a hug and thank her. You could tell she was very emotional. She also gave an extremely emotional birthday speech, you know, thanking everyone for supporting her and her children and her sisters and her family. And um, she basically gave... An amazing performance, production A1. And like I said, the guest list, the celebrity list is like amazing. So let's let me run it down for you quickly. Adele, Gabrielle Union, Tracy Ellis Ross, Megan Markle, Issa Rae, Leslie Jones, Jenna Dewan, Niecy Nash, Kelly Rowland, Chris Jenner, Kylie and her boyfriend Timothy made their official debut there. Travis Scott was also there. Figure that one out. Kim and North, Prince Harry, Abigail Spencer, Sarah Paulison, Sophia Vega, um, LeBron James, Pedro Paso, Vanessa Bryant, Tyler Perry, Kiki Palmer, Janae Aiko, Naomi Osaka. Like the list goes on and on and on. Blackpink, Miley Cyrus, Robin Thede, Kate Hudson, Big Sean, who I mentioned, Karuchi Tran, Tyra Banks, Tiffany Haddish, Sterling K. Brown, OT Genesis, like just ridiculous. Everybody. She's your favorite celebrity's favorite celebrity. She spent her day off with Kelly, the Kardashians, and more. So happy birthday, B. Thank you for the wonderful performance. And um, yeah, if you haven't checked it out, go check out Renaissance. When we come forward, we will have the LA Try Guy. And we're going to get into all of these food stories. We're going to talk about his origins and what brought him to L.A. And, of course, like I said, I'm going to put him on the spot and ask him some recommendations. All of that and more, you are locked in to KBLA Talk 1580 RSVP with Jill Monroe. Hey, keeping you informed, entertained, and always ahead of the curve. Ahead of the curve. This is RSVP with Jill Monroe on KBLA Talk 1580. You are locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. And, of course... 
as I mentioned, we have a guest. And I am super, super, super excited to welcome the L.A. Try Guy, Alex Cottrell. And, of course, we can't forget Cousin Cam here in the building. Welcome to RSVP with Jill Monroe. Stepping inside the velvet ropes. You guys are now VIPs, so... You know, that carries some weight somewhere. I'm not sure where, but here it does. For sure, for sure. Glad to be here. Most definitely. So thank you so much for coming in. So got to ask, starting right off, how did this come about? Were you just already like, I love food? Like, how did you decide? How did the L.A. Try Guy birth itself? Man, I, I've always loved food. You know, I'm from Arkansas. You know, we we, we pretty heavy set out there. We love to, We love to eat, for sure. Um, and I think, you know, coming here to LA, you know, there was so many like restaurants and stuff that I had never tried before. And I don't know, I just decided to whip out my phone and just like record my experience trying all these different things for the first time ever. Cause we don't really have access to a lot of the cool stuff y'all got out here in LA and Arkansas. The little fusions. What was the first restaurant that you went to that you documented? Uh, it was actually, dang, that's crazy. It was actually a, uh, it was like a Korean shaved ice place. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they do like the shaved ice, they cut out a whole melon, they put the ice in there with the fruit on it. Yeah, it was good. It was, it was really Okay, good. see, look at that. All right, so when did you start it? Uh, so I did that video, I want to say, like a little, it was like over a year ago I did that. And I was doing TikTok for like two months. I was eating like every day. And I got real fat, and I was not happy with myself, uh, so I stopped. And uh, I just picked everything back up back this uh, in February. I started everything. So did you start on TikTok or Instagram? Like, what was your platform of choice that so did that for you? I did that Korean Shaved Ice video on TikTok, and then I started Instagram in February of this year, and I started YouTube in April. Okay. And do you remember the first video that hit, like, your first which you felt was like, oh, I'm viral, what? Man, let me tell you something. The first video that hit for me was pastrami. It was like the hat or something like that. I don't know what it is about pastrami and y'all out here in L.A., but y'all love y'all some pastrami we do. on everything. Yeah, we do. Pastrami on anything. On anything. Like, <laughs> anything. I got there. Burger, taco, pizza, pastrami. Like, I, I <laughs> yeah, that was the first one that hit. Okay, me. okay. And so what was your thoughts on it? Like, because were you going into, you were just kind of documenting, doing your thing, just like, I'm going to have fun with while I try this food? Or did you, were you thinking, you know, I'm, I'm trying my hand at being a content creator and this is something that I'm interested in? Yeah. So at first it was just for fun. And then um, I think I, I had went to a restaurant and they, the lady literally called me the next day like, hey, Alex, my line is around the corner. My wait is three hours. Like, thank you so much. And I was like, oh, wow. Like. This is actually having an impact on the restaurants that I'm actually going to. And that's when I kind of started thinking a little bit differently about it and actually started trying to like to to be a content creator that also helps the businesses and can be a good person. So do you plan out your videos or do you just go on vibes like it's legitimate? Just I'm going in. Boom, boom, boom. This is what I'm going to order. And you're getting my true blue reaction. Yeah, so a lot of the spots I try, like, I go up there, and I just ask whoever in front, like, hey, what's the best thing on the menu? And that's what I get, you know, because it, it comes in many different ways. Like, I go to spots that I want to try personally. I have a lot of restaurants and companies that reach out to me now. We get a lot of brands that reach out to us now. So, you know, we, we just blessed out here. Okay, so what happens if you come across some food that um isn't, 
to your standard or to your liking. <laughs> no, I didn't ask any names. I'm for just sure. saying the situation. For sure, for sure. I get this question a lot. Okay. Most um, you know, honestly, like, you know, the, the review has to be authentic. It's got to be real or else I lose all credibility. Now, I'm not out here tearing nobody restaurant down. I'm, you're never going to hear me say, like, oh, that was horrible. Don't go there. Like, I'm never going to do that to somebody's hard-working business. Uh, but I do got to be real. So, you know, I say something I like about it. I may some, say something I don't like about it. I got to be real. Like, if the chicken dry, it's dry. If you need some more seasoning, it's seasoning. You know, I, I'm not, like, a, a food expert by any means. I'm just a regular guy. Like, either it tastes good to me or it don't, you know. Take, take that uh, with you what you will, you know. So... Here's, you said you're just a regular guy, right? Yeah. But you have the numbers you've amassed on social media in the time frame, the way that people have connected and engaged with you, just your honest reviews, your interactions. That's not normal. People try for years to get what you have. What do you think that your secret sauce is for, you know, sticking with our food theme here? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I think for me... Uh, the shift came like when I first started doing the videos, I would do it the same way all the other food influencers do it. You know how they record everything and then do a voiceover afterwards. But then I was like, man, like I really be vibing with people like when I go to the restaurant. So I started recording that just really getting my own personality in it. Like when I pull up somewhere, it's all love. Like I'm not out there trying to get in, get out, have no not nobody see me like I'm talking to people outside. I'm talking to the staff like we really be pulling up and vibing uh, in our community. You know, what I mean, I, and I think that's been the the biggest thing that has, uh, you know, catapulted my platforms. And I go to a lot of the spots that normal influencers don't go to. Like I'd be down like in like South Central and like Inglewood and like really in our communities. Like right. That. Going to the little spots, little nip tucks that you got to be really connected <laughs> to know about, you know. So here's the thing. Right. Again, on your theme of I'm a regular guy, yeah. you had a corporate job, a job in sales, a job that I was just alerted to. You know, goes in the high value man category, <laughs> Alex. You know, people are looking for those things. Yeah. How did you decide that? You know, one, how did you balance working and doing this content creation as your star was rising? And then you said you recently have made the decision to amicably split with your job. So, talk about that experience and what made you decide that you were ready to you know, move away from that. I like that word, amicably. I've been trying to, I've been trying to practice that one, amicably. Did I say it right? We, we there, we there, we there. <laughs> we going to say it a couple more times and it's going to be fine. It's okay. Hey, all right. Nah, but I mean, it, it was hard, like, uh, uh, definitely hard trying to balance it. Um, just working my corporate job and then, you know, trying to do all these videos and stuff. You know, luckily for me, working in sales, you know, you get to, the day is up to you, you know, so I did have time to like, do my own thing but do their thing but you know i'm the type of person who likes to be very good at all the things i do like i'm not gonna go to my job and have and have uh I almost cuss right here my bad Hold on. no 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 <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna go to my job and not do it well you know i was one of the best at my job top in the country you know um but at the end of the day i felt like dang like you know i'm making them so much money i'm just getting a piece of the pie you know, I knew that I would be selling something else. I just didn't realize it was going to be myself because that's what I'm selling now, essentially, right. with all these corporate brands. And, um, you know, once the brand deal started coming in, once the buzz started coming in, I was just like, man, like, I see the bigger picture of what 
LA Try Guy and all this content can really be. And you know, I, we seen we seen some good numbers for sure. I ain't, I ain't crazy. We, now, we don't know. get yeah yeah. I ain't crazy. So I mean, that's an interesting thing because you bring up you were in sales and now you're selling yourself. Right. How much do you think your background in sales has helped to create this you know situation for you? And you know. Is it coming through in your videos? Do you feel how much of that helps you? It helps me 10,000%. It helps me a lot. You know what I mean? Like um, the the sales aspect of it helps me a lot in my negotiations with the with the big brands. You know, mom and pops around L.A., you know, I do that to help. You know, obviously some of them do pay me. You know, I'm real about that. Um, but where I really make the bulk of my bread is from like the big people, you know, Chevron and I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying these names right now, but uh, I, listen, do, do you have any type of clauses <laughs> where you're not supposed to mention slow it down, yeah, yeah, big brand, <laughs> lots of dollars. That's where the coins <laughs> are. Yeah, let me chill out. I'm getting, too, I'm getting too lit over here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nah. When I when I'm talking to these brands and providing value about what I do, when we're negotiating these deals. That's where my sales acumen comes in. You know, I'm not gonna let them jit me on nothing around here. And so you understand how it moves. What has it been like, sort of learning that process of content creation coupled with branded sales and sponsorship opportunities, and sort of knowing your worth within that space? Yeah, you know, um, I I urge every content creator that I meet, like. You, you know, you really got to know your brand, your product. You got to know your analytics. Like I'm not when when a brand approaches me about doing something, I don't. I'm not. I'm not knowledge. I'm not. Uh, what's the opposite of knowledgeable? I'm not unknowledgeable about you my. Go. You good. You good. Not, there you um, go. I'm not unknowledgeable about my my own company. You know what I mean? Like I'm. I can spit game about analytics to the brand. I can show them, you know, my engagement rate compared to theirs. I can I can tell you all those types. I can literally sit down and do a side by side comparison on what's going on and show you what I've done in the past and how our partnership is going to benefit you uh, to the max. You know. Okay. So. Your cousin Cam is here, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, over there. At what point did you decide, you know what, I need someone to document me going through these experiences? Because, of course, initially it was you and I'm assuming your phone yeah. or whatever. And then, you know, the production values go up. Right. You want to do more. So when did you decide I need an extra pair of hands? So, uh, you know, my cousin Cam over here, you know, um, he was asking me all year. Uh, you know, can I come out to LA? Can I come out to LA? And I was like, man, oh, no, I'm working. I'm <laughs> content. Um, but then things started to get a little more serious, and I was like, man, like you know, when I was that age, you know, I wish I had somebody to, you know, show me the ropes and you know, give me a sort of opportunity that could literally change my life. You know, he just graduated high school in May. Okay. He just turned eighteen. Okay. You know I mean? So you know, he came straight out here from Arkansas for sure. Applause for that. Clap it up for that. So, yeah, now Young he's recording, recording all my videos. He's in these meetings with me. I, I take him to the HQ when I'm meeting with a brand. He he be on my calls, like, listening and, like, getting that game because it's very invaluable. Right. You know? So, for you, what has that experience been like straight out of high school? Did you, like, have an idea of what you wanted to do next? Did it involve this type of things? Or are you just like, whoop, whoop, right place, right time, let's go? Okay, so actually, being from Arkansas and growing up playing some football, that was initially my, like, first thought. 
but then like I started seeing content in the YouTube and I was like, okay, I really want to do that. So I started mine and it was, you know, very small, not very doing well. And I saw him do it and looking up to Big Cuzzo, I was like, you know, I want to come out to LA and try to do some content and be in your content, record you, whatever I got to do, you know, to have an opportunity to get myself out there to grow myself and to help you, you know, grow your content as well. And I feel like, you know, it's just me and Cuzzo just eating food and people enjoy it, you know. Having a good time. Yes, I like that. So, all right. I'm from L.A. Mm-hmm. L.A. girls, <laughs> I, I just, listen, I start everything with that. I'm an L.A. native, born and raised. I'm very particular about a lot of things. So, I need to know from you. Top three, maybe not the top three, just, you know, top three right now, top three of mine, right? We're mm-hmm. going to pad it. Um, taco spots that you have been to. Ooh, uh, taco, <laughs> I love tacos out here in L.A. L.A. got some good tacos. Yes, man. we do. And I ain't going to cap, like, the tacos I like is the dudes who be on the side of the road, you know, somebody T.O. Mm-hmm. out there mm-hmm. grabbing it with his bare hands, putting his blood, <laughs> sweating tears in that joint. I don't know. Something about that just make it taste better, I think. Um, <laughs> my favorite one, though, is, is, is two of them. It's, it's, it's okay. two of them I really like. Okay. And they actually have the same name. They're both called Tacos Lupita. But don't got Ooh. nothing to do with each other. Wow. Yeah, yeah. One's down at Alhambra. It's just this, this, this husband and wife. Just them two. And they make the tacos, like, fresh for you every single time. Like, from, from raw to, like, cooked. Like, everything. They don't got it already made. They make it fresh for you right there. Okay. Only open Monday through Friday. From 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., that's it. Yeah, Tacos Lupita. And okay. then the other one, the other Taco Lupita over in Frogtown. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, again, L.A. girl. So, I'm, you know, going to focus on L.A.-type foods first. Yeah. So, we said taco. <laughs> Korean barbecue. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> I, hey, I live in Koreatown, and I had never had Korean barbecue till I came out here, actually. Um, I say... It's called, uh, I, I, look, you know, the names be a little, little know. tricky, little ha- tricky. We're going to try though, right? Hi, Jean Chong over on 6th Street. Okay. One of my favorites. Quarters is fire. There's, there's a lot of Korean barbecue. Parks barbecue. Okay. All of that. All, of that. all right. Next, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm grilling you down. I'm going <laughs> no, down no. the list. Let's get it. Barbecue. Just straight Ooh. barbecue. Ooh. All right. Y'all been. If y'all haven't been under a rock lately, uh, Kitchen's Corner. You heard of Kitchen's Corner? I have. Where is it at, though? I've only seen it on Uber Eats. It's down in, uh, where was that joint at, dog? It was a food truck, but they, okay. they, they uh, line be like a three-hour wait now. Yeah. It's crazy, but they go stupid with it. Uh, Kitchen's Corner. I'm sorry that I forgot where y'all at, Brody, but <laughs> yeah, I waited. Corners. I waited in line like everybody else. I ain't trying did to get to Did you really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we really did. I was yeah. tired. <laughs> you were tired. Hey, I was tired. Yeah. yeah. Do they make it festive? What's that environment? It was in Compton. Compton. Okay. Yeah, Compton. Yeah. Compton. Com- yeah, my guy. He know the day. You been there, ain't you? <laughs> look, he you know, just went in. He had to look it up real quick, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Compton. Okay. Y'all brothers doing it right for real. You know, we know yes, we know barbecue down south. They do it right. Ooh. What'd you have? Everything. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> we had a whole plate. <laughs> no, what didn't I have? What are you talking? About? It was the ribs. 
the chicken, chicken. the goddamn the hot dogs, uh, the links. Yeah, yeah, yeah the smoke links. links. Oh, what's it? Hot dog link. Uh, so you went in. Uh, when we come forward, I'm going to ask more food questions from the L.A. Try Guy, Alex and Cam here in studio. Of course, we're going to hit more trending topics and headlines. You're locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. My got me tonight, Andy. Look, he's excited. He's excited. Andy's excited. You are locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. And if you are a frequent listener of the show, you know that my musical knowledge and history is like out of this world, right? But every once in a while, Andy comes along with something that um, may not have made it through my repertoire that I recognize. Okay. Tonight's one of those nights. Tell me. I'll give you some hints. All right. Let's All go. right. We have a special guest here. We do. He's known for, you know, his videos about food. Right. Mm-hmm. He's from where? Arkansas. Which is representation of uh, what portion? The South. Okay. What is this, Goody Mob? Soul food or something like that? Come on now. That's what it is? That's what it is. Okay. Okay. Okay, Jill Monroe. What? <laughs> Even when I'm wrong, I'm right. What's up? So we are here, as you heard, with Alex Cottrell. The L.A. Try Guy. And we're talking food. So we put him on the spot. Well, not on the spot. We asked for some suggestions. It's never on the spot. About tacos, Korean barbecue, regular barbecue. So what has been sort of the most unique food experience that you've had since you've been embarked on this journey? Well, uh, you know, I would had a lot of food in my day. But the other week. I took my little cousin to Dollar Hits. Oh, you had Dollar my Hits? Goodness. No, I don't even uh, know what, where. Yeah, it's like a little Filipino uh, street food joint. So you go in, and they got all this stuff on skewers. You Each skewer is a dollar. So you go in there, they got like chicken hearts, chicken feet, livers. Oh, I'm not going there. <laughs> intestines. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, <laughs> and so now, let me tell shop. you what he did to me. I had picked up a chicken intestine. Mm-hmm. And he told me, I said, bro, what is this meat? And he said, oh, man, that's beef. <laughs> <laughs> and I bit it. He said, no, nah, that's intestine. <laughs> and he got me. <laughs> but what was the taste like? Was it flavorful? Was it unique? Like, So the thing is, you, you take the skewers, right? And you take them outside in the parking lot where they have these open fire grills. And you grill your own stuff out there. So it was like a grill situation. Okay. Yeah. So it, it's interesting food parts and they put you to work. I yeah, got yeah, you. Yeah. And you got to cook your own food. <laughs> I got you. I feel that. So we talked a bit about you have decided to, you, you come from a corporate background and you've decided to amicably part ways <laughs> with your corporate job. What was the point where you knew that, you know, it's time for me to leave this behind and put my full focus here? Uh, you know, I would say, hang on, Kat, like I, I, I knew that I would have to do it one day. I just didn't, re- I didn't realize it was going to be so soon. And it was really when I got my first like brand deal, like my first like good paying or well, decently paying out brand deal, you know? Now. Um, <laughs> yeah, when that happened and then I went to this uh, festival Called Hot Water Cornbread. You heard of that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's my boy Justin. Shout out Justin Hot Water Cornbread for show. Uh, if you haven't been, definitely check it out. It's like the biggest Southern food and music festival in California. And I went up there, and so many people was like stopping me, like, "Hey, I know you, I know you." Da, 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 da. And I was like, "Wow, like I can really take this to the next level." So I gotta, I gotta cut ties and really put my effort into this. 
Okay, that's so interesting. So Andy had a question he mentioned, and it is a very good point. You know, L.A., we have neighborhoods, we have areas, we have no-fly zones, things like that. And you have stepped into some spots, like they are deep in some hood, somebody's hood, right, that um, sometimes, you know, people might have avoided. Were you ever concerned? And did you think about things like that before you kind of started off into these adventures no i didn't because they ain't even from here like that so i didn't even realize you never saw boys in the hood or minister society well, i wasn't <laughs> thinking about it like right. that you boy just pull up trying to get some pizza or something like right. i didn't realize that it was like that until i read the comments and the comments would be like god dang don let me you risking your life for some chicken over there like god dang well you risking your life for a burger like i didn't realize that uh it was really like that out here but i will say wherever i go it's all love. Like, we're not out here on no dumb stuff. We're not messing with nobody. we literally just out showing love. And that's the same type of respect I get from the people in all those areas. You know? No, we love it. So, you mentioned how the business owners have been, <coughs> excuse me, showing you love and sort of, <coughs> Jesus, <coughs> Andy, you want to ask a question for me? Cause I'm choking. <coughs> so how about you just share some of your uh, hood experiences? You know what I mean? Any, any, like, was there somebody that pulled up on you that like kind of put you up on game? Like, you know, this area is this, this area is that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Generally, wherever I go, man, we went to a spot called Pizza Loca over on Martin Luther King, and uh, we was just outside eating the pizza like we normally do, and Buddy pulls up on me. He's like, hey, man, just letting y'all know where y'all at right now. Like, it's uh, it's crazy around here. It's hot, bro. I literally just got set tripped on, like, twice, and I just got off work. And I'm like, God, dang, my cousin's ready to go. He's like, hey, bro, let's get in the car and bounce. I was like, nah, man, we out here eating pizza. Ain't nobody about to mess with us eating no pizza, man. Like, never know. <laughs> yeah. L.A. is wild, like my voice right now. <clears throat> so I saw that you, like, linked up with Paul Pierce. Oh, yeah. Which is random. How did that come about? Was that his spot? Like, explain some of the connections and collaborations outside of just the food spots that you're right. um, tapping into. Well, like I said, it's all love. Like, you know, Paul Paul reached out and was like, hey, man, like, you need to go try Hungry Joe's. And I was like, man, Paul, like, it would be dope if, you know, if you pulled up with me and we did something dope for the community. So really doing that with Paul uh it was really just him showing love like he wasn't trying to get nothing out of that he was he was legit just like showing love because that's that's his community down there so we're doing a lot of collabs with a lot of uh celebrities and whatnot like around the area because they also just want to pour back into the community like i said it's all love hungry joe's is the spot that's on la brea that's jamaican food amazing they have great food oh it was shout out to them when we come forward we will have more with the la try guy my voice will be back in effect (laughs) I don't know what's going on. And, of course, we'll have more trending topics and headlines. You are locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. Back to more captivating conversation on RSVP with Jill Monroe. Jill Monroe. You are locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. We are back. My voice is back. So we're locked in. This is the show where we hit all the trending topics and headlines. And right now we are locked in with Food Critic. Savant, you know, the one who is hitting all of the 
I, I don't want to insult them and call them like dive spots. What would you call them? You know, hidden gems, secrets. What would you call them? What do you call them? I like hidden gems. I like that one. That has a nice ring to it. The hidden gems on the south side. Andy, what would you call them? All the spots. All the spots. (laughs) Just all the spots. That's what he's doing. I mean, you are. Like, hi. Do you ever think about, because, again, since most of the spots are hidden gems, you know, they are in some areas that, like we discussed, people may not be necessarily willing to go. Have you ever thought about doing the opposite of that or, like, some of the high end or mixing it in with that? Oh, definitely, definitely. You know, we definitely want to, excuse me, we definitely want to open it up to, you know, not just doing that stuff, but doing everything. You know, we just like, we just like a vibe, you know? So what other, I mean, so we mentioned, you know, potentially, of course, acting, you know, maybe when the actors come back from strike or whatever, (laughs) and things like that. But what other areas do you see this expanding into for you? You know, I think what I'm doing right now is really just laying the groundwork for everything I ever thought I could be. You know, and I think people like, yeah, I got the L.A. Try Guy, but, you know, I think I really want people to be in tune with Alex and whatever Alex is doing. Like, no matter if I'm trying food, no matter if I want to go skydiving and jump out of a plane, if I make a movie, like, whatever. Like, I want people to rock with Alex. And I think that's been, like, the coolest part about what I've been doing. Like, people really been rocking with Alex. Like, no matter what I do now, it's like, it's like you know, oh, Alex doing it? All right, it's valid. So, Alex does it all. That's the name Alex of the show. Do whatever you want to do and, in this um, lifetime, baby. you know, like, so we're going with, like you said, skydiving. We might go see you take on some pole positioning, get in the F1 <laughs> car. Like, you planning it out, right? Just yeah, yeah, yeah. you lifestyle all over. So, you mentioned that you want to go back home and do the same thing for some businesses there. Yeah. Um, what is it about home that obviously home is home for everyone, yeah. but what is it about the specialness that you feel that you can bring out when you go back there? What do you, you know, if it's not a business that you can think of right away, but what do you feel that is special about your community that you want to share with your growing fan base? Yeah, a lot of people want to know, like, uh, where I'm from, because a lot of people aren't familiar with, with Arkansas. You know, we really got some cool stuff out there. You know, we don't got a lot, but we got some, god dang it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we, we, we have a cool little community and culture out there, and I do want people to be able to step into, like, how I grew up out there. You know, like, I grew up in what's, like, the city in Arkansas, you know? Um, how many, um, what's the population? Two hundred and thirty thousand. Yeah, two hundred and thirty thousand. There's what, like eight million people in Los Angeles, maybe more. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I and I spend my summers like with our grandma in in Lakeview. That's like you step outside and it's dirt roads and Mm cornfields. You know what I mean? So, but you know, I didn't know nothing different. You know, I have a lot of fond memories growing up. So I do want to bring people to my mom's and watch her cook some coon or like a rabbit or something like. You know, you had coon before. Um, you know what coon is? I do. Yeah. I, I'm cool. <laughs> I, listen, listen. So here's the thing: my both of my parents are from the south. My mom is from Mississippi. My dad is from Texas. Okay. So I understand the particular mix, but I am from LA. <laughs> I was born here, so nah. there are just certain things that I'm just gonna have to like bypass completely do you do like vegan food have you like gotten into that because there are some things that are very much 
feel very LA yeah. sort of in their presentation or yeah. their approach or their thought to them. So is vegan food something that you've tried out or tested out? I tried it. Kevin Hart's restaurant asked me to come through and like do a thing you okay. know, for them. Uh, and I, I liked it. You know, yeah, I like the burger better than the chicken sandwich for sure. Have you had Heart House? I have. I've had Heart House. How'd you like it? Give me your review. Give you my review. Uh, so I, I only, what did I try? I tried some chicken nuggets, their fries, okay. and uh, like the single, the heart single or whatever. Yeah. It was cool. It, You know, I felt like I appreciate, I'm an aesthetic girl sometimes. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make up for it, but I feel it can enhance it. So I like the aesthetic of it that you feel like, you know, it's kind of, um, a happy meal not right. really but asking it gives that vibe yeah. and it was tasty so I, I bring up the happy meal s thing because it reminds me of like classic burgers mm -hmm. you know like from old school right. so it was cool so you like aesthetic though huh so. not only n let's not get it twisted <laughs> I, I value very very good food like i said you you hit up the serving food we were talking about sweet red peach yeah not I feel Not like you like bougie thing. LA restaurants. So you like uh, like Bestia and like stuff like that or what? <laughs> there is a time and a place for everything. Like yeah. there's a time to go do your bougie stuff course, and to course, go and you know you get dressed up and you try these experimental <laughs> fusions of and course, imaginary things. I but everybody likes you know a good down home like oh these are my people. I yeah, feel comfortable yeah, and sure. you get that like so. Do you know? the differences in tacos because there's like now there's a mm -hmm. street taco there's homemade tacos mm -hmm. there's different type of tacos mm -hmm. like have you become a connoisseur like that where you value different uh levels of a staple item that most people would be like what i think I'm, I'm i'm getting there you know there's like a there's like a mexican street taco right there's like a mexican street taco that you get that's in a brick and mortar which is horrible compared to a street street taco there's like a taco taco from like nacho tacos yeah, like sure, some you'll make at home like a taco bell taco so there are different types different scales of tacos and whatnot you know so you know the irony that most like a great number of fast food franchises got their start in yeah. southern california so you're doing this like taco bell started here mcdonald's in and out Carl's Jr. Oh, I ain't know that. Um, yeah, a bunch of other, like, um, probably blanking on a few, but, like, the modern concept of fast food restaurants, drive-thrus, all of that started here. So it's, like, perfect that you're doing something like this here because we are the birth of, in that way, you know, quick food wow. culture and stuff like that. I just educated the L.A. Dry guy. Come on, hey, now. You better me, come through. Me. Come through. When we come forward, we all, oh, okay. Actually, so let me ask you this, because we talked about you potentially, you know, branching off and doing different things yeah. and so forth. I know that you're probably being approached by different content creators to do collaborations. What's that process like? What's the vetting process? Because not everything is a fit, just not because of, you know, a numbers thing or, you know, the outside things, but just not everything is a fit content wise. So yeah. how are you walking through that type of thing? It's definitely been interesting. You know, a lot of people reach out to me to do a lot of different things from content creators to folks trying to do shows, like all types of stuff, you know. Um, and I was at the point where I was like, man, like, I really want to, like, build my platform a little bit more before I start, like, 
doing all this because I want my fans to be my fans. Right. You know, and I've been growing those organically. Um, but when I go through and I pick like a content creator to work with, like I just kind of go through their page. I see what their vibe is. And, you know, like I said, I like to vibe. Like we work with a dude today, Eddie Sanchez. Shout out Eddie. Like he was a, like he came through. He wasn't on no BS. Like he pulled up to, uh, where was it? It was that Fred's Down Home Burgers. You know what I said? I do. Yeah. Over off Slauson. Mm-hmm. I think. It yeah. is. Yeah, not yeah. that far from where we are right now. It used to be, I think the owner used to own this uh, spot in Inglewood. Called what was it called? Something else, and then he moved there, but very familiar, yeah, yeah. He came through, he was a good sport, he played into what we do. Like, we was out chopping up with everybody. Like, yeah. I like people like that. Like, you know, ain't nobody just out here on no weird, on no weird stuff. So, are you expanding into like you know, script writing for some of these things? So, where it's more than just you know, yeah. we're going, we're experimenting, we're doing like almost like actual commercials for because essentially right. what you're doing when you go for these um, different spots is you're giving them a commercial for free, you know, just by, like you said, your presence there turns into three hour wait times and things like that. So have you thought about like, you know, making that something that you actually do as far as putting together, you know, content, commercialized Mm -hmm. content for some of these um, spots that you hit? So for the restaurants, not in particular, because uh, I just don't have the bandwidth to do that right now because I'm doing so many other things. But, you know, I, I, I kind of do that in a way for the brands that approach me. Like, they reach out to me. They have an idea for the, what they want to do. But I take that idea to the next level. Like uh, the Sriracha Mayo thing I did. Like, they hit they hit me up and was like, hey, do a little cooking video with a hot dog. But I was like, whoa, what if I go and I, I get a random hot dog vendor and I buy all the hot dogs and use the sriracha mayo, da 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 da. Like I, I take it to the next level type thing. So I do that for the bigger brands. I'm exploring my own like um, my own unscripted content as well for my YouTube page, like with Sweet Red Pea. She's gonna teach me how to bake tomorrow. Oh, that is yeah. gonna be amazing! Shout yeah. out to Sweet Red Peach. Um, we love. Yeah, amazing. Carolyn's amazing. If y'all ain't have Sweet Red Peach, I don't know what you are Bro, doing. Okay, right listen, now. right now, listen. Yeah. So, have you thought about potentially, you know, coming out with a food product or, you know, thinking along those lines? Or is it just more, I'm tasting it, I'm doing these things, and not really looking into a product as far as, like, an actual food product of some sort? We got some some ideas down the line. And that's another reason we're working with Carolyn tomorrow. Like, she's going to teach me how to bake. I'm going to be on the line for the day. And we're going to come out with our own L.A. Try Guy, like, special, like, dessert. Uh, sweet red peach okay um, so yeah <laughs> he said bring it over here yeah bring it up yeah. come back when it's time to launch for show yeah it's a blue velvet cheesecake cupcake situation so listen yeah, going in come bring some the we'll, la try guy we'll special but you know we'll we'll come pump it up you can come talk about it yeah. here we love that so okay well first we're gonna be going to break shortly so before we go to break i just want to remind people where can they find you uh, L.A. Try Guy on all platforms. That's L-A-T... No, dang. I can't even spell it. Wait, that's L-A-T-R-Y-G-U-Y. L.A. Try Guy on everything. YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all that. Do you still use your phone for your videos? Or, like, you've upgraded to a camera? Like, you got equipment. You're, like, on your next level Scorsese stuff. So, I use my phone for a lot of videos. But for, like, the Paul Pierce joint, like, I had an actual videographer. So, for, like brand deals and stuff i want higher production value i just have my own production team 
did you are you self-taught as far as the production and so forth like what to use what's better yeah no, that's self-taught like i it was just from from trial and error you just know. trial and error breaking yeah. it down yeah. and cam what about you were you into like video camera or is this something that you picked up as you've been on this adventure i kind of kind of a little bit but actually my senior year I took a video in production class, so I know a little bit here and little there. A little bit, you picking it up, putting <laughs> yeah, it together. Bit. Okay, okay. <laughs> when we come forward, we will have more with the L.A. Try Guy. Of course, we're going to hit some trending topics and headlines. I mentioned Deion Sanders and the halo effect. Diddy giving back that publishing. All of that and more. You were locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. News and sports is up next. Oh. Sunday morning, where you eating at?